Ladies and gentlemen, Jean-Michel Gachon speaking. I am in Brussels with Georg Zachmann. Georg is a rising star in um, Brussels energy policy comments analysis dialogue. He's at Bruegel, the, the, the big institute. And I would like to discuss with him the topic of his day, the future of European energy mix. But my first question is quite obvious. Georg, why should I care about the future of European energy mix? It is given by 2020-2030 agreement, so it will go this way. I think there are still a number of, uh, of different but what's the proof of it? NFG futures possible. Now we have seen, for example, in the 2050 roadmap that the, uh, that the Commission published several years ago um, that um, they you have still remember. Yeah, I still remember that. They, uh, they have a high-efficiency scenario uh, where uh, efficiency mm. is taking a large uh, part of the decarbonization burden. They have a scenario with high renewables, where renewables are essentially making up 75% of the uh, electricity mix, uh, of the energy mix. And they have also a scenario with a lot of CCS or a scenario with, uh, uh, with very few nuclear. So you can think that, uh, that the future is not yet written, even for the, uh, on, a, on a European legislative basis. Um, and the big question that I ask myself is how do we decide or how will we come to a certain energy mix in the, uh, in the ah, future? Okay. But Whom is we when you say we decide, we will, whom is we, you and me or Simone? Now the, uh, the interesting uh, point that I see is that currently the, uh, the decision on the energy mix uh, is more and more moved back to the member states. It is in the treaty that the member states kind of have a right to, uh, to influence their energy mix, but they are using it much more than we might have thought uh, when, the, uh, when the treaty was Uh, developed in that way. Essentially, uh, countries like, uh, like Poland want to continue their uh, reliance on coal for a long time. Germany wants to uh, uh, establish renewables very, very fast, uh, essentially decreasing emissions faster than the, uh, than the European... And what uh, is plan. Luxembourg doing? Uh, that's a very good question. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> But it does not matter. Other, other countries at Luxembourg. And, uh, and France first claimed to, uh, uh, to, to want to reduce the share of nuclear, but currently the impression is that uh, that's not in the, uh, in the cards anymore. Um, on so the other that's hand, a renationalization. That's, uh, that's a sense of uh, mm -hmm. renationalization that you get. Um, on, the, on the other hand, before, I think as an, as an economist, we thought, okay, we have an internal market. The internal market is supposed to, uh, to not only decide which power plants run, so when the wind is blowing in northern Germany, the, uh, the Dutch power plant is, uh, is switched off, gas-fired power plant is switched off, but also which types of power plants are invested into, so which make the most yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, but sure. essentially, that's not what we are seeing happening at the moment. What we are seeing happening is that member states really directly or indirectly as much as Brussels allows, influence their fuel mix. The UK is giving mm. very targeted support to offshore wind and yeah. to, uh, to nuclear power. Mm. Germany is giving very targeted support, not only to renewables, but also to certain systemic gas-fired power plants yeah. and mm. to lignite-fired power plants, which yeah. kind of is a very inconsistent uh, strategic choice if you think uh, in terms of fuel mix. 
and Hungary is also supporting their, uh, their nuclear-fired power plant. So member states are really kind of directly influencing their, their fuel mix. We are seeing overcapacities all over the place. I yeah, think the, the Wind Energy Association estimated something like 100 yeah, yeah, gigawatt of overcapacity. I saw energy yesterday at 20 euro megawatt hour, which is incredible. So the, the wholesale market that was supposed to, to, to be a driver for the, uh, for the mm -hmm. fuel mix mm -hmm. and for the investment decisions doesn't play any role for investment so where decisions. Where are we going now in the EU? Um, currently, we are going to uh, where each of the individual member states are going. Uh, the problem will be the coordination of, uh, of decommissioning. I have you heard say that at, uh, at the conference, and I think it's a very good point. That the, one of the big questions now is it's essentially a zero-sum game. All the member states are building up overcapacities, and now we have to, to get rid of some of those overcapacities, but those who move for, uh, first that do not have any support schemes, like the, the Dutch used to have in, in the first place, they have to decommission first and they are losing essentially money in the, in the longer term, while those that kind of try to keep their power plants a bit longer and hope that the others will kill their power plants first might be the winner. So we need any, a certain tool for coordinating our investment and divestment decisions again. The market doesn't seem to play this role anymore. When you Either, say a tool, you mean a political will or you mean a legislative act or a regulatory decision no uh, in in very uh, on, a, on a very high altitude view yeah. it's essentially two tools that you can think of either you let, uh, leave it to the market yes then you don't give targeted support to uh, to certain power plants and yes. you don't prevent exit because yes. we see in a current system that some power plants are even <coughs> forbidden to close by the regulator even so they are loss making So either we leave it to the market or we coordinate between member states their policies. But currently there's none of the two yeah. and this situation is not sustainable. Okay. Ladies, gentlemen, you have heard from Georg. You have seen that he knows uh, what, what we are in. We are in a crisis and at a crossroad and it's unclear if we will get rid of it in, in the coming uh, times. And uh, I invite all of you to follow Georg. You can follow Georg on Twitter and at Bruegel, which is a very famous uh, uh, Brussels think tank. That's it. And uh, now we will uh, interview Georg, uh, let's say, uh, every quarter or every semester to follow what he is thinking. He is a typical of the new generation of uh, European energy thinking. Thank you, Georg, and good luck to you. Thanks, Michel.